You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening and welcome to Bruce Brothers Podcast Episode 4. We are live from 100 Craft Beer and Eats in Livonia. Thanks for joining us. We're doing it once again for the culture. And uh, one of our favorite establishments here, we spend uh, a considerable amount of time here, one of the hidden gems in the area. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. I want to make sure that we uh, acknowledge everybody that's here with us right now. Uh, we'll start with you, Mark. It's Donk again. Donk again. Donk again. <laughs> Don't get donked again. <laughs> we got the soon-to-be uh, birthday boy. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Christian here, rookie. And guess what today is? Oh boy, what what is today? <laughs> it's Wayne's Day. Wayne's yep. Day. Wayne's Day. So hope you're drinking good. I know we're getting ready to drink good here. We've got what are we starting with? Some uh, deaths. We got some death by, by cherries. cherries. Yeah, we got some uh, Boris. Yeah, some Boris from Hoppin' Frog. Uh, Barrel Age Third Coast. Barrel Age Third Coast. Oh, with, with more stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. It's you gonna know, be a so good this evening. It's gonna be a great start. So yep. very good evening. Looking forward to it. Indeed, indeed. So <clears throat> might as well jump right into it. What what have we been drinking lately? What's been what's been good? highlighted that, that we've uh had since we last met i know i had some um a couple of things that were gifted to me uh andrew gave me a just baked um from hitchhiker down in indiana right yeah hitchhiker brewing down in indiana and it was a chocolate caramel toasted coconut wow. imperial stout pretty amazing say stout. that three times fast i will not <laughs> i certainly will not <laughs> Anything else of, of interest that anybody would uh, like to throw out there in terms of what we've had recently? Uh, coming back to gifts from Andrew, uh, he went over to Four Elf and brought back some of the uh, 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 Double Cream in My Pants. Double Cream in My Pants, great name for a beer. Yeah, uh, straight up peach juice, 10%. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a knockout. It's really good. Sounds Smooth, like warms up the belly, but doesn't... Uh, doesn't really doesn't overdo it. You, you don't get it in the mouth. I had that peach juice. That was good. Mm-hmm. Very good. We had a couple of. Uh, anything you had anything good, Christian? Um, just uh, my favorite beer at the moment, uh, Double Dunk. Okay. Um, that is, uh, yeah, man. I mean, for anybody that remembers episode uh, one, right? That was our. That was the highlight of our was uh, of our episode that time. But it also has kind of been a highlight all around i haven't had anything that's that's topped it um the only thing close for me recently has been the quad barrel baptist i really enjoyed that quad barrel yeah that was pretty fantastic it was yeah yeah i really enjoyed that so um yeah that's the only thing that's that's really been close to that double dunk for me wayne i'm trying to think um and i have not had anything really up to the double dunk uh, myself, you know, I'm, mm. I've drank a number of beers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a number. <huh? laughs> Keep it safe. A number, right? You know, <laughs> haven't drank a number of beers uh, since we've been doing our podcast. Since we had that uh, a few weeks ago, the only thing that's really coming to mind is some mead. Oh, what what mead may you have had that? Uh, yeah, I, I went down in the cellar and pulled out some old trams. 
The, the guys who literally wrote the book on Mead, huh? He wrote the book on yeah. Mead. Yes, Ken did. Ken Tram. And, yeah. Uh, I pulled out a black Agnes. Okay. How's that doing And right a now? red Agnes. Did you drink them side by side? or They're both doing phenomenally well. Okay. What year were they? If you don't they were both. I don't remember the years, but they were both batch twos. Okay. All right. You know, both so, drinking phenomenally, huh? Yeah. So I would say that puts them at about what maybe... Three years or so, maybe. Yeah. Donkers, you, you know, maybe three years on batch two, maybe. So, but no, I, they're they're drinking very well. I have to look into it. I haven't had anything from Shrams in quite some time, so I have to I have to change that in a bit. Maybe over the holiday breaks, uh, break some stuff out. You know, and, and the crazy thing about it is, with the Shrams, I started contemplating. Um, today's my daughter's birthday. My oldest. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Happy birthday Shailen. Uh, shout out to Shaylin Phillips as she turns. I forget how old she turns. Of course you do, because um, that, that would indicate what your age might right, be. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just 39, so she's right. Uh, so she's got to be 20, know, 16, 17, 20, <laughs> you know, something, something. Like that. Um, but no, I was. I, I, I've got a bottle of mead. Uh, well, if she's listening, her birthday gift is ruined. Right. Right. But I'm contemplating taking the mead and keeping it for myself, and maybe swapping her out. She won't, be know wrong. Difference. she won't know the difference. She's still getting a bottle of me. You know, so. Won't hurt anybody. I don't know. Do, do I just swap rod and just put some cash in the car and keep the <laughs> me? Or, you know. Well, I, I tell you, I'm sure she won't frown about cash in the car. I don't know. What do you think, Christian? No, I, I know your daughter. She won't be mad at all. She won't be mad at the cash. No, she won't be <laughs> mad at all. See, but the problem is I'm worried about her sneaking and you know, sneaking the meat anyway. Well, that's why you got to put that put that bottle somewhere where it's not usually stored. Yeah. You know, roll it up in your sweater drawer or something. <laughs> it's in the sock drawer. It's in the sock drawer, right, you know. You know, the, the bad thing about the wife finding out about the seller is that the kids find out about the <laughs> seller. Everybody knows, too. yeah. Not everybody knows about the seller. Yep, yep. You know, it used to be just my little secret hideaway. Yeah. And now no everybody longer. knows. Yeah. yeah. I will say I uh, am drinking this Bell's lampshade that I had uh, been sleeping on up till up till now. I had when it came out, I did not have an opportunity to grab any, or did not take an opportunity to grab any, and uh, happens to be on tap here at One Under, and it's actually a really really nice double IPA, really nice you know Midwest IPA, nothing gimmicky. It's not hazy, it's not fruity, it's not you know any of those things. It's just a straight up. Midwest IPA, um, nice malt to hop balance um, at 8%, I think it is, 8 or 8.5%. Eight Got a nice kick to it. It's good stuff. Good stuff. This, uh, <clears throat> this revolution, Death by Cherries, is is right on. Death by Cherries, that's what you started with? Yeah. <laughs> I started with that one too, yeah, as, as you see. Yeah, 13.1%. Is it really? Yeah. That'll get you straight. Well, you don't taste you it. You don't taste it at all. It's uh, got a nice no. light, not a fake cherry taste to it. Uh, pretty good. Uh, it's not super heavy on the malts, but uh, just well blended. I would agree. You don't get any fake adjuncts in there. You know, I hate when you could taste fake flavoring. Tastes yeah. like cough syrup. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Higher higher math. Like, the yeah. higher math yep. from uh, dogfish. From dogfish, yeah. Yep. Straight up cough Straight syrup. Up. I don't care too much for it, but I also don't like cherries. Pass so. it down. Oh, yeah. One way or the other. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's the like, though. 
Oh, well, Dan, I really don't like that. <laughs> oh, man, you jumping the gun. No, man. man. Gun. <laughs> Try the other end, Christian. That oh, that, I that, started that. on the wrong end. No, I think that's the first one. Okay, I didn't have too many already. All right. <laughs> Cut Christian off. Right. right. And it's his birthday. <laughs> right. What do you think? No. Still not still a fan. Not, no. Still not a win? No. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll have to take back his birthday present. Let me make sure mine are in order. So this is the death, or is this the death? If she lined him up, it'd probably be that this one. That, right. one. that one should be the death. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, still lots of cherry and bourbon in the nose. So, Christian, what's your plans for your birthday? Five oh, days away. That's nice. What are you doing? Oh, uh, well, I'm turning 21. Um, so Allegedly. Yeah, uh, allegedly. I don't really have plans. You know, I do have my birthday beer lineup. Going to do a, a birthday bomb. Obviously. Um, As one year? does. Uh, 17. Okay. 17. I'm do a vertical. No, do you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got access to That sounds, you know, sounds like an offer <laughs> right there, Wayne. <laughs> you know, I would definitely, I wouldn't turn that down. Okay. Well, so, we probably could make a birthday happen for your birthday. Yeah. So, other than that, spend some time with the fam. That's pretty much it. Can't ask for much more than that. It's no, good. It's a good that's birthday the best right gift there. I get. Yeah. True yeah. I am liking this Death by Cherries. I had it at the Barrel Age Fest that they did here a couple of weeks ago. And it was good. And I actually think I like it better now. I don't know if my palate was off because I had something different to eat then or whatever. But this is it's doing really well. Yeah, super smooth. Mm-hmm. Warms the belly, though. Yeah. You can feel it once it gets down there. Mm-hmm. We did not acknowledge Andrew Werner sitting over there. Andrew. Pouring beers for us, hanging out. You can have, have to get him on the mic at some point tonight. Yeah, yeah plenty of room. Switch out. Plenty of room. Now, next up, we got this third coast. Mm-hmm. Barrel-aged third barrel-aged coast. Barrel-aged third coast. Has anybody had this previously? I've not had the barrel-aged, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about third coast for just a second. Third coast was my intro to um, barley wine. And it is kind of my old standby. Okay. If there is, if I'm somewhere and they have third coast, oh, I'm getting it. There, that is kind of my standard for barley wines. Um, there was a time before I knew quite what I was dealing with. <laughs> I would drink three or four of them in a night. And, wow. Oh yeah, because they were good. Yeah. And obviously, I'd be sleep. You know, but how'd you feel when you woke up? Not too bad. I mean, I was young. Okay. Man, you know, bounce back quick. Today, I'd probably be sleep for an entire day. You know, behind having four of those, but so you'd be donked. I'd be donked. I would be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was my intro uh, to barley wine. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this BA is going to do it. Uh, bourbon barrel age. Yeah, uh, that and expedition ale never misses from, uh, and their imperial stout actually too uh, from Bell's. You can just plug it away. I mean, Bell's. Are, you know, I can't say it enough. I mean, they're they're they do solid work. Um, and they're, they're consistent. They're, the stuff that they put out generally tastes the same. Um, you don't get a lot of variation between uh, years and things like that. So if you got a 2015 Expedition Stout, it's, it was good when it was fresh, and it's going to be good three years later. Um, so, yeah, Bells has a solid, well-earned reputation. Speaking of Bells, has anybody seen the list that's come out rating the states on the who has the best Brewer recently rated all 50 states. And Michigan came in came number four. four. Michigan yeah. came in number four. 
and it's got a lot of backlash around the country on uh, some of the national sites that Michigan's overranked. And, 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 and with that, they were referring to Bells and Founders as our two best-known breweries being overrated and has-beens, so to speak. Um, and, you know, what, what? anybody got some thoughts on that? I, or? I, I disagree. I mean, if you're talking about Bells and Founders being overrated, um, I, I don't think that's the case. A lot of people are um, saying, and particularly with Founders, um, saying that their BA series isn't as good as it was um, and things of that nature. But again, and I've said this before, and, I, and I'll always say it when this subject comes up, it's a matter of the industry having caught up. Everybody's doing barrel age stuff now, but founders is kind of the OG when it comes to that. And again, the industry has, has, has caught up. So while KBS is not a whale anymore or CBS, even for that matter is not a whale anymore, they're still good beers. And for those that say otherwise, you know, I, I don't, every, everybody's palate is different. Right. Um, but, to say that those beers just aren't good quality beers to me is, is disingenuous. You know, um, whatever issues I have with them, um, business wise aside, the beer is good. Yeah. And I think it's a, a lot of people who are confusing the business side with the beer quality, as well as those folks aren't tasting what's new in the state. Right. You know, drafting table, old nation, ascension. Yeah. yeah. We've yep. got some great. Axel, Axel, Batch, yeah, Batch. I mean, we're loaded. Homes, we we are loaded. We are loaded. Yeah, yeah. And and we've got all the bases covered. I mean, between Ascension and Homes, I don't know who's doing better any IPAs right now. Right. I don't know who's doing better stouts and strong ales and Batch or Axel or you know any or drafting table doing stuff like you know Mallow. I mean that Mallow was, was that Mallow was almost on the lines of hand. Yeah, exactly. That and then doing stuff with you know palatable and things like that. So, you know, if you if you're only extracting bells and founders without being familiar with anything else in the region, um And I think I, that's what it was. Yeah. That's, that's yeah what, and I don't think you can make a fair assessment. Just yeah. that's just like if I were to say, well, California shouldn't be number one because all they got is ballast point. Clearly, there's more than Ballast Point coming out of California. Right. That might just be all I'm familiar with. And, and speaking of California, they didn't mention Bottle Logic. See, it was Phil, did they mention Fieldworks? I don't, I don't think remember. so. Fire, so yeah, Fire, Firestone Walker. Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah. they, they mentioned Firestone oh, Walker, but I don't remember seeing Fieldworks or um, Bottle Logic. And yeah. you know, that first time I had that FO for the first time. It was oh, oh, my yeah, and, and the first time I was <laughs> Thanks, able to Juho. Have, you're right. a hero. <laughs> Where are you? Where's my hero? And that first Get time me. I was able to have some stuff from Fieldworks. Get better, Juho. Thanks to Brian Williams. You know, again, I was I was blown away. And he's like, yeah, it's just a small place, you know, in the Bay Area that, that just makes good beer. Now, Juho, we know you're out there listening. You're right. We know you're out there trying to recoup and recover. But, you know, you were supposed to bring a few things tonight. and <laughs> Send your proxy, man. Well, where's your proxy? You know, you Daniel have some birthday Hine beers did, coming to us. Yeah. Did you all give you some beers to bring to us? Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. Out there in Daniel Land. Happy <laughs> birthday. So, uh, Juho, we still want to have those beers. And, you know, don't forget about that. But get better to you and your family. Yeah. And also, just to follow up on Bell's, like, Two-Hearted Ale. That You can't front on that. I mean, it's still one of my favorite IPAs. Absolutely. Hits you a little hard, and you can't, you know, you don't want to go on a canoeing trip with it. Right. But... but Sitting, sitting on the back deck, 
with that. And I mean, you can find it at stadiums and, and, and yeah, theaters. Yeah, you can find it everywhere. You can find it everywhere. And it hasn't, and it hasn't, changed, it hasn't changed a whit. Not, I, not at all. Not a bit. It's always, it's always just been, you know, for some people it's a little too resinous. But. And that's the question I was going to ask. I was going to bring up too hard. And the question is, is there really, if we're talking about pure, true-to-style IPA, is there a better one available? Something markedly available that you say, you know what, this beats the hell out of too hard. Not in my opinion. I mean, like you said, it's readily available. Yeah. If they don't have anything else, they're going to have probably a, a two hearted and it's yeah, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I can't come with anything. Mark, anything from you? No, I mean that's why I brought up two hearted. It's, right. it's one of yeah. my favorite. Like OG, yeah, because I mean, you know, IPAs and, and locally, um, you know, Old Nation is is the rage and deservedly so. They're doing great work, but when you're talking about a staple, kind of traditionally made IPA, I don't I don't know how you get any better than you know too hearty. Yeah, seasonal. You can find it in a gas station. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't care. You know yeah. that that. You know, they four produce they, cans, six pack bottles, that they produce so cans, much of whatever it. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? You yeah. can get it. It's delicious. Yeah. And there's still a craft brewer. What? Now, 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 Harry, I've got two points mm-hmm. and I, I don't I don't I want to jump in, you know, because I'm 39 now. Right. So, right. You know, Old so man. I, I want to get it. I'm remembering. Um, The first point is maybe after the break. Let's get back to the business of founders and some conversations we yes, had yes. regarding them. So and and, and what's going on with that conversation? Because I do have a little bit of a yeah. update, so yeah, to insight, speak. Insight on that. Yeah. Um, but we just mentioned Old Nation. Mm-hmm. If what Old Nation says is true and the early reviews, they're getting ready to change the game of beers altogether. Altogether. And, and they've got a 7%. Uh, what it was it New England IPA? It's a brute, a brute. Yeah, a seven percent brute coming out. Yeah, with less sugar and less calories than Michelob Ultra. Yep. <laughs> huh. So for all you people that are trying you to know. stay in shape but still want to drink some good beer, from what I understand, we're about thirty and it's days. Very out. good. It, it's supposedly very. It's good. supposedly very. I like the style. Old Nation, you're on. You're, you're on the clock. You're on notice. You're on the we clock. We can't wait to taste this. <laughs> this game changing beer. Yeah. Is that the B forty three? That's the B forty three. Yeah, yeah. So allegedly, it is about thirty days out. So you know, I, I do believe it's a brewery only release initially. Huh. Okay. Um, so for those of you that have connects with people that frequent Old Nation, start talking to your people now about getting a couple of cans. But um, oh wow. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Amanda on the mic real quick. She's been our our waitress this evening and has taken such great care of us. She just brought us always 2017. I think is that a what you see what vintage it is? That's right on 2017 Black Note. Um, She just brought it and and cracked it open for us. Um, Amanda, you want to come talk to us for a little bit about what it's like to work over here at One Under and how you guys kind of stay under the radar. Here, I'll, let you, I'll let you borrow my mic. I'm nervous. <laughs> don't, don't be nervous. nervous. No, we're all we're all family here. Since, since, since we don't have Steve here tonight to jump on, right? The mic. You'll, you'll be you'll be his proxy. I'll talk with you. You can use okay. that. Mic. So, how long you been working here at One Under? A little over three years now. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, have you noticed in that time your your craft beer crowd picking up? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, recently, we did a barrel age day. 
We were uh, here. You were here. Yeah. I probably waited on you. <laughs> I think I did. Yep. yep. Uh, and those days like that, we just get such volume of people. It's crazy people we've never seen before. Yeah. All new faces. Yeah. We're on our tip top game. Mm-hmm. Like it was so crazy. We had to open up upstairs. Yeah. And yeah. turn on the game up here too because it was just yeah, a it's lot def- of volume and. Like Wednesday nights with the $3 and $5 beers. Can't beat it. It's a really good deal for a craft beer, and a lot of people really enjoy it because sometimes it can be a little pricey. It does but, be pricey. you know, if you find a good deal, yeah, it's really worth it. And I we mean, also the, have... What do you mean $3 and $5 beers? Explain um, that a On bit. Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock, our non-barrel-aged beers are $3, and then our barrel-aged beers will be $5. So for those wow. of you, because because that's the word, and and, I, and I'm and I'm always going to be candid and honest. You that's the share that's that the, with the world? right. You guys, are gonna, you guys are gonna have a, the doors blown out of place Wednesday. on Wednesday. Come see me. <laughs> um, so for those of you, and, and I'm always candid and honest when we when we're talking on the podcast. One of the complaints about one under is that oh they're so pricey. I hear that too. So for me, because I I live in the area, is certainly whatever whatever price difference there might be is mitigated by me not having to travel to the other side of the right. world to get some good beer. Right. And so if price is your problem, come out on Wednesdays. Anything non-barrel age is $3. Barrel age is $5. Doesn't right. get better than that. That is about as good as you can get. a flight of non-barrel aged beers for, I believe, 12 to $13 and a mm-hmm. flight of barrel aged beers for $14. There it which is. Which is really wow. you get four, I think it's four. Five ounce glasses yeah. of beer, and you can choose any four beers you want, and you can mix and match. But if you do get a barrel aged, you will get the barrel aged price. But right. even fourteen dollars for four or five ounces of barrel aged beer is really not that bad that's either. Phenomenal. Bad and that's every day. Yeah. That's, so, that's, that's an everyday price. That's an everyday price. Huh. Unless we're wow. having a special event, we won't right. serve flights, flights that events. day. But yeah, every day. So in in the three years you've been here, have you noticed your craft beer crowd picking up? Because I think the first time I came here, um, one, I was surprised because it was 10 minutes away from my house mm-hmm. and I'd never been here. Um, but two, most of the crowd had like, you know, Corona buckets and oh, yeah, Bud Light sure. buckets and things like that. And while I, I'm sure that's still kind of your base crowd, have you noticed more craft beer drinkers coming over that over that time? Yeah, I do see quite a bit more um, just to... A lot of people come here to try it, so they don't have to, like you said, drive everywhere. We have beer from all over the state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a longtime founders beer. We love them. They, we always have them. Yeah, Steve's um, a founders guy. He oh loves yeah, founders for death. Yeah. sure, for <laughs> sure. Uh, I've noticed one thing: a lot more barrel aged beers coming around, even on our menu. I feel like that taste is coming around more than like. The IPAs and stuff, barrel mm-hmm. age is really making its appearance. I feel like this year has been a really good year for barrel aged beer okay. here. Um, but yeah. I'm definitely a fan things. of barrel aged beer. If you want me to drink a beer, tell me you put it in a barrel and I'm that much more <laughs> excited also, about having so it. So if Pat's goes in a barrel, like, you going to drink some? No. I'll, I'll, get, <laughs> I'll give it to her. Did you see the Instead Lean and Kugels barrel like aged series? Light yeah. Or Miller Light or Coors Light. I always suggest. Beers that I find very similar, so like Founders Solid Gold, it's a very light lager, so it's kind of like a Founders version. Right. You know, so you don't always have to choose Bud Light or Miller Light. There are beers that you can find that you'll enjoy from sours to fruit beers to BAs. So, so you're reading IPAs. my mind. I was actually going to ask you that very question. So so you do find people that are uh, drinkers of, of, let's call them macros, like 
you know, Bud Light and Miller mm-hmm. Light, they are they do sometimes migrate over to a thing. Oh yeah, like they will. They'll try uh, things. Gold. Especially you just have to tell them that it, you know it's available. Like, oh, you might like this beer instead of mm-hmm. going with your traditional Bud Light. Right. Not to hate on Bud Light or anything, but it is a craft beer bar. So <laughs> well, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ellen's got a founder's uh, solid goal. How you how you feeling about the solid goal over there, Ellen? Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to put you on the spot and make you take your earphones off. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. so. A plus. Oh yeah. A plus. Oh yeah. Got a, got All right. Got a, a plus. Good. Good. Do, you, do you normally drink like Miller Lite or Bud Lite? I or? do. Hams. <laughs> oh, Matt <laughs> Bush oh, has Ham. gotten All to right. Atlanta Sky Blue Waters. Choose that over. You know. <laughs> well, Amanda, we know you've got other tables to attend to. Yes. Thank you for taking such great care oh, of us up here. Welcome. We'll see you in a bit uh, right. with our next round. I guess. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. And shout out to Matt Bush who's converted Duh. Ellen over to Ham. And and we're gonna we're gonna try to win her back before the night's over. Please. And get Please. off the Ham's uh revolution. <laughs> yep. And that Matt Bush train. He's trying hard to, yeah. to oh he's, he's really trying to subvert the, the movement here. And uh I definitely also want to recognize Steve Tamina, um, the owner of, of One Under for having us out. And being so hospitable, uh, Amanda has been his proxy, so to speak. He wasn't able to be here physically this evening, but um, definitely are taking really good care of us. And quite honestly, take really good care of us whenever we uh, whenever we come out. We come here for uh, special releases and special events. And uh, Steve never hesitates to make sure we've got space and make sure we get whatever it is we need. So definitely. And if you're out listening now and you're free and are so inclined, you can come down and hang out with us. We are at uh one under craft beer and, and eats uh in Livonia. If you want to come out, come to the back and right through the banquet doors and you can't miss us. And Steve is definitely a friend of ours and, and, and again uh we appreciate his also uh love of Bruce Brothers. Yes. Like Harry mentioned, no matter what's going on, uh he has a special space for Bruce Brothers reserved. No matter how uh rare the brew, the brews are that he's bringing out we've always got a spot so shout out steve thanks very much yes thank you thank you all the time so um i did take a sip of this uh bourbon barrel aged third coast and it is pretty amazing um the barrel seems for me to pull out some of that dried fruit oh, yeah. um hey i don't know that that so far out of the the uh barrel aged Third Coast was very nice. I, I like the cherry. But the first th- three, for me, the winner is this Boris. Oh, you. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just. You Wayne, Wayne's getting a little bit ahead of us here. Three. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Wayne has the so thirst upon Wayne, him. Right. Wayne has already downed his was, first three, and I'm he, still working he on it. He liked it so two. much, it went down one. <laughs> <laughs> I had that Boris at, uh, at the Barrel Age Fest, and it, it was probably my favorite um, that night. Um, trying to remember what else we had. Oh, well, Death by Cherries was was a close one, but um, the Boris probably was my favorite that night. We we've got it's it's got some stiff competition coming up I, uh, uh, with the Double Donk and, and the Blue Double Donk. Uh, is that the Blue Note over there? The Black, Black Note. Black Note. Yeah. yeah. You know, Black Note is always solid, without without exception. It's uh, splitting hairs, but yeah, that Boris is really close. I like the I like the Death by Cherries just a little bit. Look. We'll leave it to you to split some hairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bill? Where's Salute. the bill? Ding, right. ding, 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 ding. We got to get a traveling bill. We got to get a traveling bill. 
<laughs> Ellen, you got to keep a bell in your box for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely was it. Um, so what were we saying before we had Amanda come up? Oh, we were talking about the Brute, the B-43. The B-43, right. Yeah. And, I mean, that really, if if it is what it supports to be, that's going to be dynamic and, and game-changing. I mean, to a good beer with less calories and, and less sugar than, than Michelob Ultra. Which, quite honestly. That fine water. I mean, which, quite honestly, would fit right in line with what Old Nation has done. I mean, since they dropped M43, they really kind of have been on the cutting edge, so to speak, in terms of... <laughs> Didn't like the like off, huh? Um, in terms of quality Northeast IPAs coming out of Michigan. I mean, they, they set the bar um, and others follow. You know, others, others follow suit. There's a lot of good any IPAs coming out, uh, coming out of Michigan since M43 came. And, I, and uh, you know, I think that I don't, I don't have any expectation that B43 would be any different. Um, I know that there's a couple of breweries that are doing brewed IPAs. The one that I had from... Uh, Odd side was really good. Um, shout out to Wes O'Leary. Um, always making sure we're good with the odd side stuff. Um, but so I, I like the style. So I'm anxious to see what, uh, De- uh is it. it Brew Detroit or Beer Detroit? Brew Detroit. Brew Detroit. Yeah. They do a very good brood also. Yes. Yep. Yep. Good coffee style Vi- too, by the way. Uh, cold brew Detroit. Really good. Really Vi- good. Vivant does style. a great brute. I've not had theirs. And I think that Vivant. Uh, might be my number one brute that I've had so far. Really? And I like the brew Detroit. I like odd size, but that okay. Vivant was huh. That's pretty special. That's strong praise coming from you. Yeah. Okay. I have did to, it did it have any uh sour tinge to it at all? I no. mean Vivant's usually Right. It it, it did not have, it, it did not have any sour <laughs> twinge to it. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of sours like Harry. <laughs> you know <laughs> Man, any I, change? Chance we could get uh, the B forty three for one of our podcasts prior to the release or old nation old nation you're on the clock <laughs> right, you're on the clock can we get a pre release B forty three crowd review right so yeah. we can go Something ahead right. and uh, you know do some work on we will be in studio again I don't know they January might be scared 2nd. to give us the review <laughs> right yeah. the way we, we took apart that strawberry forty three forty three. Is that Mark that's a member? Mark Logos? Yeah. 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 So yeah, they, they they might be, you know, they might be like Tyler Perry in his movies. He's not <laughs> letting them out to the critics before, that's right. that's before right. he opens. Hey, you know what? And, and I touched on it. Speaking of January, and I want to I wanna mention it while it's on my mind. So our off-site or remote broadcast in January will be January 16th. And we will be with our good friends at Ale Mary's in Royal Oak. And we're making an event out of this. It's Dinner with Bruce Brothers. The first hundred people to sign up are welcome to come out and have dinner with us and hang out while we do the podcast, uh, while we record live from L. Mary's. Um, again, the folks at L. Mary's have always been great to us, um, and we'll expound on that a little bit later. I, I don't want to use up Steve's one under time to talk about L. Mary's. Um, but, again, January 16th, mark your calendars. Come out and hang out with the, uh, with the Bruise Brothers, and uh, food is always really good. Beer is always really good. Company will be really good. So um, that's where we'll be for our remote broadcast in January. Do we want to talk about our next barrel today or wait till next month? 
Let's wait till next let's, month. Let's, yeah, let's wait till, let's next, wait till month. next month. Yeah, yeah. Hint, hint, we've got another barrel coming we out. We do have another barrel coming hint, out. Hint, we've got another barrel coming it's, out, it's but we'll be, wait on that. We'll wait. It's be kind of a big deal. It's going to be very big. Kind of a big deal. So, um, think it, and it might be even more apropos for February. Well, that's when it's coming out. Ah, so yeah, we don't want to wait till the last minute though. So yeah, yeah so we'll talk so about we'll it next talk, month. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about, talk about it next, next month. month for, but just be on be on the lookout. Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, we got something coming. Um, that's going to be a pretty big deal. Uh, working in conjunction with a local institution, uh, it's really going to be a, a an interesting venture. Something I don't know that anyone else is doing or has done. Um, so yeah, just just be on the lookout for for future uh, announcements about big deals coming out of Bruce Brothers. You can't 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 wait to let that cat out of the bag. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to be redonkulous. Redonkulous. <laughs> So, uh, Christian, what are you uh, what are you enjoying over there? I know you didn't like the Zukov, excuse me, the uh, the Zykov and the Death by Cherries. What what did you like? Um, the Boris was probably no. I'm gonna go with the Barrel Age Third Coast. Barrel Age Third, you did like that one? Okay, all right. So we've got three beers. Three people have picked one as their favorite. Yeah. Harry, for the tiebreaker out of the first three, who gets it? I got to go with the third coast. Wow. Because it's so unique. Is it because it's his birthday? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, it's so unique, and, it, and it's my first time having it. Okay. Um, and it was it was really, really good. It's something I definitely would uh, would drink again. Um, but, yeah, really unique. I like that, that, that the bourbon barrel kind of pulls, like I said, those dried fruits out a little bit. And... Uh, Kind of rekindles my flame for my original uh, barley wine experience. So yeah, yeah. I have a question. Since we're we were just talking about uh, Michigan beers, what would you guys say is your favorite Michigan beer? Oh, my favorite Michigan. So if we're are we talking about consistent, readily available stuff, or are we talking about uh, no no holes barred? Nope. No holes barred. No holes just barred. What's your favorite beer? I had uh, a couple of years ago. Drafting table. Shout out to Mark Vessel. Did a mean peanut butter bean, which was a bourbon barrel aged peanut butter stout. And it was absolutely amazing. And I cannot say that I've had anything quite as amazing um, that's come out of Michigan or anywhere else for that matter. It's probably one of my favorite all time beers. That and maybe um, the original. Uh, Imperial barrel aged Neapolitan stout. The 2016 version was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And this year's is good. It just I was about to say this year's. It's, it's really good. good. It's great, as a matter of fact. But the, uh, the previous, uh, iteration had just a little more body. It was, it was a little thicker in the mouthfeel. Um, but yeah, between that, between that, uh, the 16 variation of that and the, uh, Mean peanut butter bean, those are the ones that are most memorable to me. Okay. What about you, Mark? Uh, probably split. The original release of uh, Barrel Aged Expedition really mm. was that was at the top of my list. But <clears throat> got to give Witch's Hat a little credit too. Cause, oh yeah, because yeah. uh, tracks tracks is tracks is consistently good. good. Yeah, I mean they started adding a little lactose to it, which pleased some people more. Mm-hmm. Um, I I liked it prior to that. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just so peanut buttery and chocolatey, and uh, you get that bourbon taste in it really well. So mm. those two are really good. I like the Oreo cookies uh, tracks, too. Oh, man. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cookies, uh, cookies and cream. And cream. Yes, I'm sorry. Cookies and cream. I, I don't mean to do any uh, trademark violations here. <laughs> cookies and cream. Wayne, your favorite Michigan beer? If on a, I mean, I mean that's a tough question it because is. my apologies. <laughs> you know, you, you want to say, okay, is it something that I can get on a regular basis mm-hmm. and, and thoroughly enjoy as often as I like? Yeah. Or is it something that was a one-time release and it was just so phenomenal that I wish they would make it again? And or I wish that's I could where I am regular. with that peanut butter bean. Mark, are you yeah. listening? More and, bean, and, peanut butter bean, and Mark Vessel. We hope you are listening because if I can get some more of that mallow bean, mm. mm-hmm. that mallow bean was phenomenal to me. Yeah. yeah, there might be a there might be a bottle of old rip uh, ten for you in it. Oh, yeah, that that, 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 <laughs> you, that dig, you dig up some of that. That, 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 that mallow bean was was just so phenomenal. Um, and if it was readily available, I would say that it was my favorite beer. Okay, it's hard to say that. Your favorite beer is one that you can't get often. True. True. You know, so I, I can, as much as I enjoyed it, I can't say that it's my favorite Michigan beer only because of that. Okay. And with so that in terms being of readily said, available, what would you, what would you call it be? I mean, you know, I'm addicted to Old Nation, but, um, outside of my addiction, uh, because I just went crazy over the Boss Reed and M43. Yeah. Uh, to me, I like that Bell's 30th anniversary mm. oh, I mean, okay. because That's it nice. was just phenomenal. solid, phenomenal. phenomenal. It's yep. aged well. Yeah, it, it's just getting better with time, and I think it's getting more enjoyable because we know it's coming to an end. I just spotted <laughs> the uh, Barrel Age Traverse City whiskey variant on the menu here at one sixteen from yeah. twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I it, it's hard to beat that one. You know that, and, and of course. Expedition style was a favorite for so long, and it's always. I thought so that was going to be your first one, your, your initial call. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, but the thirtieth knocked it out. Okay, only because it, it was much more flavorful. Yeah. Uh, but and thirtieth is still on the shelves in some places. You can still find it, it here and there. Yeah. You no, know, you can stumble upon it. That's why you got to keep on stumbling. Keep on stumbling. So, Christian, you asked the question, what's your what's your favorite Michigan beer? I think that was a good segue because uh, if anybody listened to the first podcast, Bruce Brothers, my gateway beer was uh, Expedition Stout. Mm-hmm. Still probably my favorite uh, Michigan beer. Um, and I actually love the, the BA Expedition Stout. So those yeah. would probably be my two go-to well, brews. The BA is on the list, too. It's on the, it's on the it menu. is on the list. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have to add both of those. So, again, quite, quite a tap list here tonight. Um, so, again, if you're out and about, Come on out and join us at One Under. Have a couple of good beers. What's that? So the draft night starts in seven minutes. Draft night seven starts minutes. in seven minutes. $3.9 BA, $5 BA. Yep. 75 options on the tap list. It's a lot of beer. A lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. So, yeah, like I said, if you're, if you're out and about or you're in the area, stop through and have a beer with us. Thoughts on uh, River's Edge? I wasn't a fan, and, and 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 I don't know if it it tasted. Um, I think 
whenever you use a scotch barrel for beer, you, you know, it depends on which scotch barrel you're using. Most of the time, they use something that's pretty peaty. Mm-hmm. And it's going to overpower it. And, it. and it really overpowers and, and takes away. So, to me, it was not well blended. It, it, it just kind of, you know, it has some remnants of the peat in the back. But I, yeah, I, I, think I, if, I really didn't enjoy it. I think if this would have went one way or the other, like more peat, I would have liked it more. Or, it, was, or, it was too far in the middle. Yeah, yeah it, it was, it's kind of... Rum, brandy, and scotch. Okay, well, what are you? I'm sorry, bourbon, rum, brandy, and scotch. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to clarify for those that are, that aren't looking at the menu uh, like we are. So what we're talking about now is the uh, Rivers Edge Lykoff, which is a uh, barrel aged bourbon, rum, brandy, and scotch uh, stout, and it is 11.9 percent. So 12 percent. Um, I in, I like it. I don't love it. Um, I think that the scotch barrel is prominent, but I think that the rum kind of round the rum and the brandy rounded out a little bit. I think without those two, that scotch would be even more poignant, um, poignant rather, and uh, and make it even less palatable. Um, than I think what, what killed it also, in my opinion, was we drank it after having that Boris, which was good. The so Death it, by Cherries, it, which it, was it's, good. It's suffering place in the order. And, 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 and we had that barrel-aged Third Coast. Which, I mean, it, it followed three powerhouses. Well, well yeah. Chris had it first, and he said, and, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't I, like, I don't like this. No, I didn't like it the first time, and then I didn't like it as we finished it up. <laughs> but if he's finishing it. It's a lot going on. Like you said, you got the bourbon, the rum, brandy, scotch. It's, it's, it's a little astringent on the tongue, too. A bit. So Yeah, and, and again, it, it's a lot astringent. Of not, I don't, I don't know that I would. That in a sense. <laughs> right. I wouldn't go looking for it, but if somebody gave me a glass, I'm not giving it back. Donkerisms. Um, <laughs> donkerisms. Yes, we we have plenty of those. I, I don't know how many of them are, are proper for uh, bollocks. <laughs> bollocks. That sounds like a medical commercial. <laughs> you need to wipe that scar down. Fall and scrape your legs. Some astringent. Yes. Get some astringent. Yes. So we got a whole another lineup of. Uh, Nine BA beers to get to, as well as a couple of bottles here. Oh, we still have that. Uh, we still have that Wizard's Burial Ground from seventeen. Uh, ah, yes, we got a twenty seventeen Wizard's Burial I, I Ground think we coming can, up. I think we can leave that towards the end. Doesn't and sound like a bad idea. Towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Might Man. see how how that um, compares to something sixteen in our memories, maybe so to speak. Take take a quick break while we get ready for the next. I was going to say, yeah, this is probably a good time. Uh, for just a little bit of a break and set up the next round of drinks, if you will. And uh, we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit about Founders and what's going on with that whole piece. And we are back with Palette Cleansers, Bruce Brothers, Episode 4, live from One Undercraft Brewing Eats in Livonia, Michigan. So we are uh, set up with our next round of beers. Um, which we refer to as a palate cleanser. So we got some IPAs set up here from a number of local breweries, kind of broken and uh, split up in the middle with a uh, milk stout uh, from Drafting Table. Um, so our first IPA here is Austin Brothers' uh, Aren't You Peachy? Now, I had a mango milkshake IPA from them that was good. Um, so I'm presuming that this peach um, is going to be at least as good. Smells like a lot of lactose. Does, does. It smells like a peach smoothie. 
one next to the tweet, first on your left. Yeah, that's well, pretty. That's, it's, that's it's, pretty it's, tasty. It's pretty. It's exactly peach milkshake IPA. That's exactly what it is. It's that's good. exactly what it is. Austin Brothers out of Alpena. Yeah. Got yeah, to got work. Got, Austin yeah, yeah, you got to got to give some props to the East Coast there. Yeah. Yeah, this it's, is uh, good stuff. Not too bad. My first Austin Brothers, I had rem- uh, a couple years ago okay. at the uh, my cookout. Mm, okay. We had the one of the Austin Brothers, aren't you? The Mercules. Yeah, that was phenomenal. The Mercules. Yeah, because we and, were trying to get a hold of like some M43 or, or whatever right. else. And I think it was Ashley turned Ashley us, on to, turned us on to the Mercules. Shout out to Ashley Price. Yeah. Over the holiday. Yep. And, yep. and, and that Mercules was, was a winner. I was drinking it all night. I was like, and yeah, I need more. A lot of non-craft brew drinkers yeah. were loving the Mercules by yep. Austin Brothers. So yeah. they hit the scene a couple. They, they were just, they were brand new to the scene then. Yeah. And they they've been pretty strong in, in their offerings. Well, this peach, uh, this aren't you peachy? This peach milkshake IPA is nice. Yeah, it hits all the notes. It does uh, really smooth. Smooth. Oh wow! It's got a little peach in it. <laughs> it got an oh wow. It's got way. that. Uh, it's got that. Uh, that milkshake taste. That lactose heaviness to it. And it doesn't. When you look at it, you don't expect that. No. It, it's clear. Yeah, it's right? clear. So it's, it's not not, not, not at hazy at all. Like yeah. Yeah. This and stuff. a solid six percent. Yeah, for milkshake. Yeah, yeah, drinkable. Shout out to Austin Brothers. Nice work on that. Still, Alpena. Where is Alpena? It's Far up, from Detroit, up past Tawa City. So if you drive, <laughs> that helps. Okay, that, that <laughs> helps. So where is like, okay. Tawa? <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. So wait, all it's every other weekend. <laughs> Wayne, you you drive up twenty three. And when it splits off from 75, it goes right down the east coast of Michigan. So okay. they were known for their uh, concrete uh, production up there. Mm, that okay. was their cement. Now, I, I've got to say, and keeping it with the culture, is a lot of Detroiters, myself included, never knew that you could drive in Michigan for another 8, 10 hours without leaving the state by heading north. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know when, when when we left Detroit, typically we headed down south, south right, to go right. back and visit relatives Absolutely. from where we migrated from. Yeah, and it wasn't. I I, got, I was a lot older mm-hmm. when I realized that wow, Michigan is a huge it's a state, lot to see. yeah, and a lot to see. Yeah. And, and and so you know, shout out to Tawas and and all those other places that I, you know, unfortunately I have never heard of, <laughs> right? Yeah, haven't been to. Yeah. And are in our great state of Michigan. I mean, you make an interesting point. I mean, I've traveled 12, 14 hours south, uh, you know, throughout the country, but never. Now I've driven to Florida. Yeah, exactly. I've driven to Georgia, to Alabama, to uh, yeah. Louisiana, um, but certainly not to Towers. To, not to Towers, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and for the very reasons you mentioned, I mean, I have reasons to drive south. You know, family in Georgia, family in Alabama, things like that. I don't have any family in Towers. But apparently there's some good beer in Alpena, so well, um, good good golf up there in uh, mid East Michigan. Or is, no, it's not no, quite. No. That's not the UP. No, no, no. So, no. so it's, it's, it's east, right? It's, it's east. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Tawas is right on Tawas City is right on the coast, and then Alpena is right on the east coast there on Huron, oh, wow. or uh, Lake Huron. So not even that far. Yeah, but you can drive ten hours up to the top of Keweenaw Peninsula. Mm-hmm. So it's a long drive. Yeah, but summertime. 
best place in the world. And if you like snowmobiling, it's great in the wintertime, too. I'll stick to the summertime. <laughs> hey. Particularly because I don't want to drive. I second that. In the weather that would facilitate snowmobiling. I've got a snowmobile story that I probably shouldn't tell, mm. but I'll tell it. Does anyway. it involve Hearns and some PBR? It doesn't. Okay. All it right. doesn't. Proceed. It doesn't. Um, shout out to my wife. Hello, wife. We uh, had gone out to Vail in Colorado. And we went to a ski resort. And we're not skiers. But we said, okay, we can go on a, what is it, the bunny slopes, right? Or, you know, what have you. Yeah. But the first ski resort we go to is with a black diamond. And for those non-skiers like me, I didn't know what a black diamond was. But I come to find out that the black diamond is for expert skiers and the hardest hills to ski. Mm-hmm. And, and and so they it's, it's like, you know, I went from a novice to a professional level without <laughs> anything in between or even beginning. <laughs> But this is where the snowmobile comes in. There's this thing they have, have called night biking. And night biking is you're on a bike that's on one ski. Now remember, it's at night, night biking. So you put on a miner's cap with a light on it, and you get on this bike on one ski and go down the hill. This is on a black diamond? On a black diamond. Oh, my goodness. On a black diamond. Wow. You know, I'm not afraid to say or ashamed to say that the first time I tumbled, I said, come get me. <laughs> I'm not trying to fall my way down this hill. And um, then the next day, we tried snowmobiling. Again, on a black diamond. We're just, you know, gladness for punishment. <laughs> And we get down, and uh, again, we have to come. We get rescued from snowmobiling on this black diamond, on this steep hill that all you see, you just see the bottom. But the worst part of the story in Vail is my wife always finds a uh, outlet mall, no matter where we go. She found an outlet mall in Hawaii, so of course she found one in Colorado. We rent a little. Yugo, I guess it was a Yugo. Anybody remember the Yugo? I do. A, mm-hmm. I do. It may, maybe it wasn't a Yugo, like but a it, was, you know, it was small enough. The, the car was Roller smaller skate. than this table we're sitting at. <laughs> Had a couple of gerbils for an engine. Yeah. And, and we looked over. It's a blizzard. Mm. In a Yugo. In a Yugo. Yeah. Going to the outlet mall or coming. I don't remember whether we were going or coming back. Was the car full of shoes or not full of shoes? I can't remember because okay. all I saw was the edge of this mountain oh. <laughs> and with no rail uh. that, you know, one wrong turn and, you know, you're off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about white knuckle driving. Absolutely. I held that steering wheel so tight. Yeah. That was the scariest I've ever been driving in my life in this blizzard. In a Yugo. In a Yugo. Getting ready to fall off a cliff. I mean, if, if you're in a Yugo, you might as well have been on a moped. I might have felt safer on a moped. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll tie that back to the great Colorado beers because I got oh, back to the yeah. ski resort. Yeah. And, and, and just enjoyed myself with a bunch of beers. Of course. 
and a bunch well, of hot toddies. You got to settle your nerves. And we did something that was about my speed at the time after okay. all of that. Yeah. We did a little sleigh ride. Oh. Oh, that's nice. The wife had to like that, too. The wife had to like that, and, and we drank a bunch of hot spice cider. Oh, so you were feeling again, good. Yes, yeah, we were feeling, feeling very good, good after yeah. almost losing good. our life. <laughs> good recovery. Good recovery. <laughs> so next up is, is one of our group favorites. Uh, for those of you who are part of the Bruce Brothers Facebook group, you know we have a weekly meetings. Uh, well, we call them weekly meetings, but they don't seem to ever end or necessarily Day, Daily begin. meetings. They are perpetually in session. Petrol meetings. <laughs> so we have a uh, boss tweed here in front of us. I tell you what, it's hard to beat a three dollar glass of boss tweed. When I came, <laughs> when I came in, I got here early so that I could eat, and I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, I want to get something that I don't usually get or something that I haven't had. But boss tweed is three dollars, and I ended up going with the lampshade, and I'm glad I did because now I know that I like lampshade. But it was, I had to arm wrestle myself, man, because, uh, like I said, you can't Boss Tweed is already good. But you're talking about $3? You can't, buy a, you can't buy a can of Boss Tweed for $3 in the store. You old Nation Anonymous members, if you're out there listening, Boss Tweed is $3 right now. $3 right now. It is. <laughs> it started is it? 15 minutes ago. Yeah, the, the, meeting, the meeting has started. So the meeting has started. I will now call and convene <laughs> our weekly perpetual meeting. Yes, indeed. Old Nation Anonymous with Here this Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed and, and it's cheers. just $3. $3. For Boss Tweed right cheers, now. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Mine's already cheers. gone. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm with Mark. <laughs> uh, uh, I dropped mine already. Chris, yeah. and Chris and I <laughs> down the hatch. Yeah. What about I mean, Andrew? He's got a little left. All right. I mean, nothing we can say about this that hasn't already been said. It's just a it's delicious, it's a stellar. It's my uh, it's my IPA. It's my th- every Sunday third third hole. Yeah, that's brew. Ten a.m. Crack it open. Yes, yeah. about as good as it gets. What's better? Hmm. <laughs> uh, Mimi. Oh, okay, yeah, me my that me my yeah that that was just a little that was just a touch better again splitting hairs but I'll do it I would I would put it neck and neck you know what I liked about that no, me I don't my. know let's let's get back to Mark and splitting hairs <laughs> is it because, you know it, it's just because you're trying to make them last Mark is that why you're splitting them or you know why split them because but because if I if I split them I've got twice as many. <laughs> you know okay. that that fair me enough. My, the, fair the enough. thing that I remember most about that is. When I opened the can, the entire room smelled like pineapples. It had such a it did. pineapple, like citrusy uh, feel to it. It was a really, really well done beer. Great collaboration. Um, but short of that, I mean, I think Boss Tweed is kind of is kind of a now. Class is that of the, seasonal? Is the, is the Mimi going to be seasonal, or is that just a, that's a question from Mark? Mark was one off or what? Mark, Mark Logos, talk to us because that was a great, great beer. Because I know yeah. Boss Tweed is, is seasonal now, right? Right. Well, I mean, it used to be seasonal for three months. Now it's been seasonal for six. I'll I'll take that season. Well, next step is having it be year round. Yeah, love to see plenty of Boss Tweed in the stores and on the shelves. You know, available all year. Like I said, it I doesn't hang out long. Still, you, it, it's still it hard to find. Long. It is. And, and again, I don't know. And when I say what's better, I don't mean just here. Um, I mean across the board. Yeah, yeah. I've not had. Um, a little North place East out of Massachusetts, day. you know, tree tree somebody or tree somebody. They lost their yeah, luster, man. I was just saying have. that earlier. Um earlier this week to uh matter of fact, yesterday somebody posted uh about a treehouse brew that they had had that wasn't uh wasn't treating them so well. Um but 
I am a huge fan of Trillium. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they, they've got a couple that are really, really good. Um, just had Bruce's brother Brian Davis walk through the door. Thanks for joining us. Pull up a chair. Amanda will be back up to uh, take your order in terms of beers. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge Trillium fan. I have a few that I really like. Uh, heavy Metal. Um, the Victoria, the Vic Secret Cutting, cutting tiles, tiles was amazing. That was. I, I know that you was. loved it. Oh, man, I, was, I loved it. Still got a can of that. Oh, I loved I was, it. Uh-huh. I was, you got a can? <laughs> I got a can. A Vic Secret? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I told, saving it for science? I told, no, I told Brother James I'd give it to him. Uh, James Welshans. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like. And he hasn't gotten it yet? Well. He doesn't want it. I haven't haven't, haven't seen him in a while. So (laughs) James, you better get on it, man. James, you know Wolverine. Wolverine is uh, distributing their uh, Mexican Spice Massacre. Oh, are they? Yeah, this Mm. Saturday, starting at noon. That's interesting. Not to not to put props out to them, but Uh, what the heck? Wolverine's solid, man. Well, that have you had? You've had that uh, the Mexican Spice is good. Yeah, it's good. And and I'll tell you, just as why why you bring them up, and I'll get back to my original point. Wolverine has done such a great job of sticking to what they do. So many breweries and so many businesses in general are, and and I'm sure it's even got to be tempting for them to once they master something, try to move on to something else. And ultimately it ends up being their unraveling. Wolverine has said, Hey, we make lagers. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you want something other than a lager, then you're going to have to go somewhere else. But we do an imperial pale lager. We do a barrel aged lager. We do a coffee lager. You know, we do all we do of lagers. These we do lagers. And I, and I applaud them for sticking to their recipe, uh, and, and, and doing such a great job with it. Um, speaking of Wolverine. Yeah. Ha- have you heard that they may be potentially in a little bit of trouble? I haven't heard it, but, uh, Sasha posted something the other day that they have a Groupon out, um, and that kind of sent up a flag. Um, I, I hope they're not in trouble. Um, Sasha lives out that way and was saying that they are consistently crowded. Um, so I, I would hope that. I mean, they're, they're a great the Groupon place. just maybe a way of reaching out to new potential clientele. When they were newer, like uh, first couple of years, they did Groupons for their uh, mug club or membership. Okay. So I I don't think that's a that's a sign of anything. Just a sign that they're they're just trying to increase their participation in their membership. Try and get more okay. people on the membership. I don't know though. Yeah, every time I'm in that place now, it's it's packed full. So. Well, good. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan uh, of them. I like them, mm-hmm. but it's one of the few Ann Arbor places I don't have a membership to, and that might tell you something. But all their wow. beer, all their beers are good. They are, and I wonder. I wonder if Holmes has kind of oh, pulled some of their some of that away because Holmes is doing great work, um, and Holmes has a bit more variation in terms of styles. Like they do a little bit of everything. With the, I don't think I've seen they, a stout. They don't from make India. a good stout. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 well, they had one barrel aged one that was was all right. But from 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 Holmes, Holmes. But, I've never seen a stout. There, but, but if they stay in their lane, like with the sours and the, the IPAs, sours and IPAs, they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, so so to my original question, like I said, I don't I don't know that there's a better any IPA around than Boss Tweet. Uh, no. And, I, and I'm sure I've said it more than once on the podcast, and it just happened to come up because I got it in my glass right here. Um, so we can move on to, let's see what we got next. 
our, our good friends from over at Drafting Table. Mark Vessel. Mark Vessel. Mark Vessel, if, if, if we don't come to some agreement, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, think of something that we could do to kidnap you or something to get our hands on some of that mallow. I mean, some we got to work something out, brother. Something's got to work. So in front of us, we have this uh, buzz blanket. Nice. And and nose, nose, nose is, nose is fantastic. Straight Cough, coffee. coffee and roast. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. I don't have it in front of me anymore. Oh. <laughs> hopefully, you can, hopefully you can remember apparently how Wayne, it tasted. Apparently Wayne. Wayne is a college frat boy tonight. <laughs> and is down in every glass of beer he gets like a shot. <laughs> Got to keep those glasses away from Andrew. Andrew, do them one at a time. Andrew, I think your idea probably was right on point was maybe we should just be rationing him, bringing him one at a time. That's really good. Yeah, that's nice. Really good. Sasha, we might have a milk stout that you'd like. Wait, don't worry. Table, co- very, 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 very coffee forward, but yeah. but not not so much that it bites you. Not so much that it bites you, and it's not burnt coffee. Right. It's like that perfect roast point. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Buzz blanket. Oh, wow. It is uh, number... 35 on the this on the main. fall is well done too from drafting table. Only uh only three dollars a glass here at uh, mm-hmm. one under tonight. Three dollars a glass. glass. Can't beat it. You know. Can't beat it. I'm starting to feel maybe we should have come here and let the <laughs> secret of Steve and one under out because <laughs> this is just a great bargain. Well, you know, they're such good friends, bro. They take such they such good care of us. I would certainly love to bring them some business, but I mean, you know, people choose not to come, and it's not crowded when we get here. That works for us too. You know, either way. That the the next one we have up is also from Drafting Table, Hard Fall. Ah, uh, yes. The oh, the West Coast Double IPA. I also looked at that uh, instead of getting. Uh, and that's ten percent. You, you can't. You can't tell any of that ten percent. Well, we have a ten percent. We got a ten percent. A non-barrel. And they call it a pallet yeah, cleanser. Ball. Right, Non-barrel age palate cleanser at three dollars for ten percent. Mm-hmm. It's fruity on the nose. I expected more resin. A little bit of resin in there. It's nice. It certainly cannot detect ten percent. Definitely not your standard resinous West Coast IPA. Yeah, you look like you got some thoughts running through that through that mm-hmm. head of yours, Mark. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I drink it. I well, I'm drinking. Well, you're it, drinking it, right? But <laughs> I drink yeah, it again. out of uh, out of out of uh, drafting table. It's it's probably one of my least favorite. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's not bad, but I'm with Harry. You can't really uh, tell the ten percent. That's it's, I mean, it's, it's well hidden. It's well hidden. Yeah, would be my. I, I, remember, Mark's a brewer. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you say a West Coast IPA. I'm guessing that the brewer is thinking of a more resinous type of that's, offering. It's got it's got a pretty good amount of bittering in it, like the back end bitterings. Mm-hmm. Well, too much for me, but certain what, type what doesn't it have cer- that you'd like. To certain see? types of hops really strike. I mean, for certain people, like the the more alpha heavy uh, hop styles bites them, and that's what happens to me. That's why mm-hmm. what I usually use like lesser alpha, high alpha. Uh, hops in my beers 
And it's so, because so that for, is, so I, the, I brew what the, I like to drink. For the layman, what are we talking about when we say alpha hops? Alpha hops is kind of like uh, how how bitter it is mm. on the on the tongue. So usually, <clears throat> when you use bittering hops, that's what you use earlier when you're making your beers, mm-hmm. uh, and then you'll put in like uh, aroma hops later on, gotcha. which are okay. kind of lower alpha hops. See, I don't get a lot of the alpha hops from that. I don't get a lot of bitter from that. I don't either, I, and I, I thought maybe it was because I was chasing this uh, buzz blanket. But it, for me, it felt pretty well-rounded. I didn't get a lot jumping out, um, which is which is why I thought the 10% was well-hidden because it's, mm-hmm. you know, well-blended. And that's why I thought, you know, like I made the comment earlier, that it wasn't resiny enough hmm. as a typical West. You know, typically West Coast is, is very hoppy. Right. Yeah. You know, whereas this was more of the, the new west coast i uh west coast east coast blends that are coming out because even on the nose like i said it was a it was a little fruity almost yeah. almost like tropical so not not like a citric fruit but a little almost like a tropical yeah. you see a lot of the west meets east ipas out yeah. nowadays yeah 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 um i wanted to touch a little bit on a couple of things one being kind of the ongoing saga uh that is founders and we touched on this with regard to founders and the accusations from one of their former employees and the lack of diversity amongst their staff and uh, some other things that, that are alleged to have gone on uh, with regard to the uh, environment and culture um, in working uh, reported by those who work or have worked for founders and uh, I've been in communication with some people uh, from founders because that is certainly a, a, a passion of mine when we talk about craft brew. And, and I think that, that I share that sentiment with everybody at the table and probably everybody in the, in the Brewers Brothers group at large. I, I'm a huge proponent, proponent of inclusion across the board. And no one should ever feel unwelcome in any environment, uh, craft beer included. And so having had some communication with the folks at Founders, uh, I did send them an email uh, follow-up Friday evening. Um, I saw a meme that was floating around in some beer groups. And so I, I emailed them to let them know that while there may not have been, there may not be a whole lot of conversation surrounding it right now, this thing isn't going away. Uh, and that they have a, it would be in their best interest to. What was that meme here? Um, there was a, <laughs> so there was a meme, uh, a, a Facebook meme that was going around that had a picture of a hooded Ku Klux Klan, Klansman. Um, and it said KKKBS. So essentially, uh, referring to the racial insensitivity that goes on at Founders or is to have, to have allegedly been going on at Founders and putting an additional couple of K's in front of KBS, uh, thus implicating or, 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 uh, insinuating, uh, racism by, uh, connecting them with a kid with a Ku Klux Klan image, which, Though a bit extreme, gets the point across that, you know, like I said, this thing isn't it's not going anywhere. Um, And for those people who are concerned enough about what's going on to indeed um, boycott founders, myself being one. And I was very honest in my email and saying that, you know, until some action is taken, I can't in good conscience continue to purchase, you know, founders products. And to their credit, uh, I emailed them on a Friday evening. I did not expect an immediate uh, return email, but Monday morning I did have a return email stating that they are actively addressing 
uh, ways to address that culture and that they have uh, candidates in place to interview for a diversity and inclusion uh, specialist to work See, with them the, and, the, and kind of uh, the and, and kind of advise them moving forward and things like that. And I haven't responded to the email founder sent me a couple of months ago mm-hmm. regarding that situation. Um, to say that they've got a couple of candidates lined up right now, two months later, is very slow and mm-hmm. lethargic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a 75 tapless here today. Mm-hmm. They've got some founders standards and great ones. Great ones, yeah. From founders and, and, and as I picked the beers off the tapless, I strategically stayed away from something that I would have jumped on. I did the very same. Uh, in normal times. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think with the way that they're moving so slowly, and it's almost like that they want it to go away and think that if they don't address it, it will just disappear. Mm-hmm. And, and a very similar situation um, has been happening at, at my youngest daughter's school. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about this with Andrew and Mark a couple of days ago, you know, with, with, with some of the um, lack of inclusion that that's going on. And it, it, it's not something that you can just ignore right. and say that, okay, if I don't address it, it'll disappear. It gets and worse. life can go on yeah, it, because it, it really just festers mm-hmm. and you make it worse by not just addressing the situation yeah. and trying to at least impart some systems that will include uh, inclusion that will be a more diverse offering mm-hmm. um, because you've got a diverse crowd that likes your beers, right. that likes your products and, you know, looks to be represented especially with founders being in Detroit and Grand Rapids, right. two very um, high minority areas. And it calls into question how much you value that market space. Yeah. You know, and, and I said that in my email. I said, you know, I, I don't know the percentage of your customer base that is, you know, people of color and how much you value that particular mm-hmm. market base. But what I'm telling you is that that market base is there, regardless of what the number is. And that this issue is not going away amongst, you know, amongst those people. And if, if founders, if, if founders, if you're listening, um, we, we love to get you on the show. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 absolutely. and, and maybe address this w- without, um, just talking about you, but talking with you. Yeah. Um, because in my email, I alluded to them. You might not see it or recognize it, but in the national group that, that Harry is referring to that they were both uh, members of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's over a thousand members nationwide, and it's a and unilateral the, and, 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 boycott. And it's a unilateral <laughs> that's a boycott. Thousand people that on. aren't buying Founders beer. You know that's why of that. when we talked earlier about the Michigan being ranked number four, yeah, that came up in, in conversation. Yeah, you know how can Michigan be? You, you know, and, and with the mention of Founders, it, it took away from everything else. Yeah, that the other Michigan breweries are doing. Yeah, because of the unilateral boycott going on that. You know, and, and even I wouldn't say that Harry and I have been advocates of founders, but we've at least relayed their messaging. We have in yeah. terms of saying, "Hey, they are They're attempting doing to address right. it. They haven't overlooked it, 
but they're moving so slow. It's like, uh, I don't know how, you know, much longer we can say. I can't, you know, you know, I, I, you know there were, and as you said, there was a time where I was, where I did say, you know what, I've had, we've had some conversations. They are moving yeah. on it. And for me, while I get that hiring, making a permanent hire for a position like that is not something that happens overnight. Being acquainted with the industry in terms of uh, diversity and inclusion and things of that nature, what I do know is that a stopgap is to work with a consultant until you get someone permanently hired look, in. Man, it that's, doesn't take two months. It, it doesn't. Look, that's, look, that's, look at the Starbucks issue. Starbucks right. had the issue. They did. And Starbucks shut it down and, and had diversity training they for sure the did. entire uh, community, you know, they're right, for the entire corporation, corporation right, for the corporation, within a matter of a couple of weeks. And you know what Starbucks and, and did? Starbucks reached out to civil rights organizations. Yeah, they did. Those organizations didn't have to come to them. They right. said, "Hey, we want to bring these people to the table and put this training together so we can make this thing happen." How substantive that training was, or has anything changed? I don't, I don't know. know. But at very least, the the public perception is, "Hey, love it or they're hate crying. it, they came out and they did something." Yeah. And again. I get that making a permanent hire for a position like that doesn't happen overnight. But again, the stopgap is just like anything else. If you if you were hemorrhaging cash and you needed to get rid of a financial officer, you wouldn't leave that space vacant. You would contract somebody until you have somebody that you're confident in to handle mm-hmm. your financials. Right. right. You're in the financial industry. Is that, is that an accurate it's very accurate. So if you if you're financial, if you're hemorrhaging cash and you got to get rid of the person that was there, you don't leave that space empty. You say, mm-hmm. you know what? I need a consultant. We need to contract somebody until we finish this search and can place someone there permanent. Permanent position, right? So now having that, knowing that, and looking at how slowly you're moving on this, kind of tells me where the priority is with this, and it's not a it's not a pretty picture. So, you know, again, founders, you, we, we'd love to have you on and, and love to have a, have a conversation. Um, I never wanted to sound like, um, I'm bashing anyone and I'm always a proponent of dialogue. I, I always understand that there's more than one side to a story. I always understand that three sides, always three sides, right? Your side, my side and the truth. And, and, and that truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. And, uh, and, and I get, again, I get that nothing happens overnight. Uh, and in, in in any industry, however, I also understand that something substantive could have happened well before now. Um, and to have candidates in place, and we're still looking at however long it takes to decide amongst I mean, those candidates, candidates in place means like they just went to the internet and, and pulled some resumes off the right divine. I mean, candidates in place that's that's and it, well, it's something that it's something that we real, can't man. prove or disprove. We discussed right. this in episode <laughs> one too. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, that so was two months ago. Two and a half months ago, yeah. Um, you know, at this point, we could say, all right, well, what's your what's your diversity rating at this point? Mm-hmm. Right. Like two months right. later. Yeah. What, how, I'm, I'm, what, guessing, what I'm guessing the, I'm guessing the needle hasn't changed a bit. I'm if, just guessing. If I right? if I had to roll the dice, I would be right along with you in that guess. But yeah, you know, still, I mean, I I'm definitely uh, boycotting them too. Yeah. Um, how? And and I mean, it's temp- I mean, certain beers come out like they're uh, like the MF Donkey yeah. and the uh, and the Panther Cub. And I tell you, I wanted the Panther Cub. I, I really I did. wanted it, and, and I stayed away. And I stayed away for that for that reason. Yep, agreed. It was, it was simply that reason. It was that and that alone. If it was um, opened up at a share, 
I'd try it. I didn't renew my membership then. I didn't renew it now. Mm-hmm. I am going to go down and pick my mug up. You know, because you I, paid I, for I paid it. for it, yeah. so it's my mug. Yeah. Um, but uh, until they do something, you know, I, I will. I, I'm not going to burn my founders that I have in the cellar. No. No, I'm already paid for it. I paid for it, and I will be drinking it. Yeah. But it, it will be uh-huh. without fanfare. It will be without post, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's what I do and, when I when I drink my founders beers. I don't post them on my IG. I don't post them on the Facebook group. I drink them, and and, and I will not be buying any new ones yep. until something is done to satisfy me that 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 they're moving towards inclusion. Yeah, that they're moving towards respecting their communities where their locations are. See, now I feel bad because I just bought a. a Christmas uh, vertical set from Founders. Get out. 16, Get out. 17. You are banished from um, the Bruce Brothers <laughs> oh, podcast. No, I do feel bad Until because I notice. thought, you know, from, you know, the first podcast, I know you and uh, Wayne had sent the email and they responded. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that was a little bit uh ignorance on my part to think that something had changed in between right, right. now before. uh Making that purchase, I probably should have done a little bit more research. But well, that really wasn't. You know what? It's funny because there's no research you could have done because you know you wouldn't have found anything more than what you would have done months ago. Yeah, and that and that also is something that could have been done. So even if you're even if you're conducting a search or you're interviewing candidates or whatever the case might be, at some point there needs to be a statement saying, "Hey, this is what we're doing, and inclusion is what we're about, and it's what we aim for." And this is how we're moving towards that. But there hasn't been so much as a public statement. Um, They're not doing anything. And, 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 and to me, that's, and that's the, the biggest problem. Yeah. That's yeah. the biggest problem. So, you know, um, silence implies complicity. And as right. long as as long as nothing is moving, it tells people that you're OK with this. And as long as you're OK with this, I'm not OK with you. And, and it. It's that simple. Like I said, um, while they while they make some good quality beers, a lot of people are making good quality beers, and there are a lot of other That's decisions it. I can make in terms of where to spend my money there, and where not a, to spend a, it. A, a yeah. lot of Absolutely. opportunities, and, lot, and and we've got like we had the Boris earlier. Yes, Boris is new to Michigan by just a couple of months now, right? Yeah, yeah. Hop, Hop and Frog just Hop started dis- distributing two months ago. Yeah, yeah. So hey. <laughs> There, there's plenty of places that can fill that void. Yeah, and even even more local breweries. Like we were just talking draft about and homes, table. and we talk about draft and table, and we talk about Ascension. Yeah. Ascension just did Gorilla Day, and you know, so their stouts are are amazing, they're, they're, and they're they're amazing. IPAs are amazing. So I mean, again, so you're looking at you're looking at losing market share in a in a in a market that's getting tighter and tighter. Mm-hmm. And I get that Founders is a big boy, and you know. Is a is an OG in the game, so to speak. But at at the same time, that does not make you immune to, like I said, losing. Co forty five was an OG in the game too. Co forty five used to be an OG in the game. <laughs> I think I think you can still get it. You probably See? still can. Yeah, I would imagine so. And, so and, and 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 just like you know, founders, if you're listening, you don't want to turn into Co forty five. You don't want to turn into Co forty five. And, and, Sorry, and what's what's Colt forty five? Right, I, I'm afraid I'm afraid we've dated Christian. Christian doesn't know Colt forty five, but I'm familiar I, with 
again, I, I, I have this conversation not to impugn or degrade founders, but just to draw attention to the fact that, again, whatever, whatever portion of the market space we occupy should be an important piece of the market space. It should. And when issues like this come up, the way to address them is not silence. That's the worst way. It, it is it is worse to be silent than it is to make a a, a, a poorly worded statement. Because at very least, I can say, you know what? They tried. I see what they were trying to say, and they just were poorly advised on how to say it. But at this point, it just looks like pure inaction, which, again, you know, uh, it, it communicates that you're fine with what's going on or, or, or what you've been accused of, some of which has been corroborated. Okay, we've got some new. Th- and yeah, we got. You heard the glasses clanking. We got glasses clanking. Some, some glasses were removed, but we've got a few new things in front of us. Uh, now, the first one. Come on, Andrew. Tell, tell, yeah, tell us what you. Uh, pull up, pull up a chair, man, because we want to talk to you about a couple in, of man. things, man. I want to talk to you about this Rochester Mills box, man. Well, well first, let, let him tell us what, what we're. Drinking, yeah, tell us man. what we're drinking, and then we'll uh, get off into that. Don't. We're getting to it. Okay, <laughs> Ellen, how much time we got left? We, we got time minutes. for Andrew to talk about his about his Rochester. We're, 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 we're seventeen minutes out. Seventeen minutes. Oh, we got plenty. Yeah, of time. We, we, yeah. What's up, Andrew What's Warner? Going on? Welcome to the mic, man. I haven't seen you in a minute, man. Good to see yeah, you, brother. Just a couple minutes. <laughs> just a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are we drinking first, Andrew? Before we get to yeah, your favorite set topic of conversation, the new beers. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do the last palate cleanser. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't. But well, I did. Well, I had a whole did. glass of it earlier. It was a last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just poured up. You had a uh, odd side bourbon barrel, imperial Mayan mocha stout. Mm-hmm. That's first. So that's, that's first. first. Okay. okay. And then we had the uh, 2017 black note. Yeah. And then and uh, then the just double every, dunk. everybody's favorite the uh, double dunk. Yes, yeah, son. That's <laughs> <short> <laughs> Well, they're all Ooh, short because I wanted to save the yeah. most for me in the bottle. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never been a fan of any variant of the Mayan Mocha. It's too spicy for me. I'm not a spice in my beer guy. Um, I know yeah. I know some people love it. I'm just not one of those people. I've poured that beer for a lot of people, and they've always been disappointed with it. I, I kind of enjoy it, but. Yeah, too much. Not too much. <laughs> too much spice. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It was fine until right in the middle when it. Spice Come on, Harry. Where are you from down south? I mean, where where are your folks from? Alabama, Mississippi. My dad's people from Alabama. My mom's people from Georgia. See, and I know y'all have some spice in those greens. From oh yes, places. indeed. Yeah, but it's not habaneros. Okay, <laughs> it's Frank's. It's Frank's. <laughs> maybe, maybe some peppers from the garden, but they're not habaneros. I tell you that. So yeah, that that spice is a little. And so good. the double donk is last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double donk is Black the little, Christian, little poor. double donk. You might not like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna like that, man. Let's let's split Christian's double donk up. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I'm gonna move on to this black note, which by the way, I don't care how old it gets. I don't care what vintage it is. Black note is always gonna be good to me. Okay, well, there, speaking there of good to you, and yeah. I understand how black note is. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt your fan. No, interrupt because I, I know where you're going with this. You I know, know where so, you're going. So I started to interrupt. So I had to interrupt your fanboy statement. That's right. I'm a black so note fanboy. I so like why it. Why are we talking <laughs> fanboys? Let's get Andrew to talk about Rochester Mills. He's hey, such a big Andrew, fanboy so, for so Rochester yeah, Mills. Just a little you background know. if you've not been listening. So the last the last episode, uh, we were in studio and uh, Sasha uh, was there with us. 
And we were talking about the Rochester Mills holiday bots. And uh, it got out of the gate a little bit because um, nobody at the table, with the exception of Juho, who I think was more trying to be diplomatic than anything else, nobody He's really likes the box. Too. He's a fanboy, too. Nobody likes the box. However, Andrew um, likes the box. Yep. So, Andrew, can, can you talk to us a little bit about the merits of the box? box for years, yeah, too. But yeah, you, you're uh, an OG this with three, this. Okay? Three years running now. You'll, you'll talk to us about it, man. What do you enjoy about it? I don't know. There, there, maybe it's nostalgia a little bit, but that Rochester Mills is one of those first beers that I got into. So, okay, you know that that taste maybe has ingrained itself in my brain somewhere, <laughs> and said, "Hey, this is one of these good things that you like." A special place in your heart. Huh? Yeah. So, Andrew, I don't, I don't like to go back and drink private stock, but you know, it's still <laughs> a special place in my heart. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you I want to try drink it out. It. Oh, okay. You need to go back to private stock. <laughs> See once what in a happens. While. <laughs> No, I I really just enjoy the uh, the the way that they market it. I think is really cool because they're putting out twelve beers for you to try try twelve variants. It's relatively affordable in today when you have to pay ten dollars to get a barrel aged stout and you can get two dollar beers. So let me ask you this: So is it more affordability or is it the taste of the beers? That's, Probably that's... both because that, there's a lot of the beers that come out of that box that are just I wouldn't try them again. Like that that blonde. <laughs> What? Stout that they put in there, man, that almost got drain poured. Oh. So, so well, let, let me ask you this. So in the three years that you've been buying the box, has there been improvement? Definitely. 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 So what's improved? What, so, what, what's I, been better year over year? If, if we get the uh, the brewer back over here, I think he'd uh, back me up on this. But there was okay. definitely a, a metallic flavor yes, that I agree. you used to it get. It was. Yes. In this year in specific has been almost zero to me. Now, let me ask the brewer about this with the metallic because the metallic taste, is it because the canning processes have gotten better or the beers have gotten better? Because I know overall, in that same time frame, beers have moved back from bottles to cans because the canning processes have gotten better to remove the, the I guess, the, you know, the metallic taste. So is it, is it the canning process or... Had the beers really gotten better? I had a thought, and Mark backed me up on this the other day when we had this okay. discussion, was that the water quality, mm. I yeah, think so they have improved. Yeah, PPH on the water, I, I think. Because okay. I, can't, I mean, originally back in 2013, when uh-huh. you didn't have as many cans, like everything was bottled, right. and you'd have some of that RM that had that really metallic aftertaste. I'm like, oh. Now, what's well, RM? Come on. Uh, uh, Rochester. Okay. Uh, when they had that that metallic aftertaste i thought well maybe it's the canning process but you know that's not going to happen uh i figure if that's going to be throughout their entire thing it's yeah. probably their the their brewing their process source. or their okay. water source like they're they, they're not so balancing we, we were blaming the cans and it was their water source and they were just bad brewing I mean, to, 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 to some I mean, extent, we're, we're I mean, taking a stab at the dark. Uh, yeah, it, we, don't, we, we don't. We don't know. We don't, right? know. We yeah. don't know what that was, but Andrew but we framed the cans and, and let them off the hook. I, right. I, I don't. Right. I, I don't drink Rochester Mills for that reason anymore. I don't. Why do you drink I don't, Rochester Mills? I don't drink Rochester Mills <laughs> <laughs> for that exact reason. It's just, I don't. I don't because of that. If 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 if. I mean, originally that, uh, what was it, the Neapolitan? You think we can ever have a podcast from Rochester Mills? I hope so. I hope I'd so, I'd love too. to have them out. 
even yeah. if it means they come out and say to hell with you guys and, leave, <laughs> and, and turn around and leave right back out. Well, Andrew says <laughs> Andrew says no, I, this, I really year's this year's holiday pack has very stepped it up. And and from Juho, love so, you, Juho. Oh, and you know what? That glass is pretty dope. Oh okay. yeah, the glass is shaped it like a milk mug. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Ho- hopefully 12. tomorrow we're gonna have a a, a plug going awesome. out there. Nice. To get nice. us one. All yeah, right. Two. Those glasses. <laughs> that glasses. Rochester nice. Mills, you did a great job with the, the glass. The glass is phenomenal. Yeah. Now, of the 12, let's, you know, I'm a percentage guy. And, you know, from needless to say, I'm a percentage guy. But Percentage APV we're talking about. Th- there we go. <laughs> uh, of, the, of the 12 beers, how many were keepers? How many were, I uh, leave it with them and, and I don't need it again. Yeah, I I would say there's two that stand out, head and shoulders above. And we were talking about the rebuy earlier on the break, and right. Harry goes, "Which ones would you rebuy?" I've already rebought two of them. Two. So the the marshmallow. So they're batting two for twelve. Two for twelve of what I've rebought, but there's probably a couple more that I I'd, I'd grab if I had to. But I would never buy the full twelve. Well, you were batting so, the, the percentage that. So is it two for twelve, four for twelve? Sent down to the. Oh box. yeah. 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 Well, maybe so, not. You could be Victor Martinez. You could be V Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but but I hear that you rebought two, but potentially a couple more have the potential to be rebought. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's maybe fifty percent. Fifty percent? Are they batting that high? Yeah. Well, that, and I, I might have went four that, for that'll twelve. Get you, that'll but, get you to the All Star weekend. Yeah. No, fifty percent. You're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so now right. now I've got to call. Now we've got to call someone. Are they really batting fifty percent for me? But like we said before, I'm the fanboys. So I wonder. I got wow. that, that jaded I wonder star if we next could get Rochester name. Mills to come and join us at El Mary's in January. Come and hang out, talk a little bit. It's it's kind of a halfway point for some of us. You know, Rochester to Royal Oaks not a far far drive. Maybe we can have the fanboy like reach out to him. Still like yeah. twenty five minutes because I looked today. I was at holiday <laughs> holiday market. I was going to drive out there and see if I could get one of those glasses, and Look I put it you. in Google. And yeah, like, may, nope. Maybe we have you and Juho reach out earlier? to him. Yeah, I was at Ale Mary's earlier, man. You should have me. I was grabbing some of that Bourbon Barrel uh, Electron Brown. Ah, see. <laughs> <laughs> so we had two Brews brothers that ventured out to holiday and did not bother to grab me any barrel aged Electron Brown. Yeah, but if you're talking about just that pack and the two that really that stood pack. out, yeah, the uh, barrel aged stout and the barrel aged marshmallow, really stand out. Those were outstanding to me, and it's not total. Like we're tasting these beers, we got black note here, we got double dunk. They're whatever ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty percent big, thick stouts. These are sessionable stouts, if that's a, even a term. It is, but it's got a ton of flavor to me. So the marshmallow, what's what's the ABV roughly? I, I think it's six something, six something, six one, six so two. So six one, six two on a barrel aged marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Man, can you barrel age something and it's only six percent? Well, that's oh, what I was getting well, at. I was trying to figure out well, how so that actually works. It's the. Does it start out some, as zero? Some, <laughs> <laughs> start as water, right? <laughs> Well, well, sometimes you're doing can, a bourbon rinse like you, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they sometimes should. you can. Re- what, what you'll do is Rochester you'll barrel age them and then mix them. Make this work. You you'll, you'll mix them down. Rochester you'll mix them down. It's kind of like a. Rochester Mills called me. It's kind of like a whiskey. And, and, and okay. Look, you're mixing it down to a certain. I've ABV. got some bourbon secrets that we can help add, and, and 
you know, look, we'll turn you into a powerhouse. Call me Rochester Mills. Well, well again, man, we don't. I don't, I don't want. I don't want it to turn into a bash on Rochester Mills session. I'm trying to get a I, job, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I brought Andrew to the table because because well, one because he's here. And he's, it's he's Wednesday, a, man. They, they need a, a Wayne. Look, Wednesday. look. If they come out with a Wednesday brew, you know, and get with me. Like, now, for, if they, for if example, they, if they come out with a Wednesday brew, the Brews Brothers and, group and, will and, buy and, it out. So they and, may and, already and have is, this Wednesday brew, just so but, you know. But, but this is we it. we had one Wednesday. This brew. is it. If, if we could <laughs> really World. sell Wayne's World, Wayne's World that Donkers produced, yeah. that was aged in our barrels that yeah. had been in the bourbon. That would that's that was a phenomenal beer. Hey, shout that to me for still months. having some Heaven Hill with a vanilla bean in it at home. You still have some? About that much. I've got about that much too. <laughs> I won't drink. We're gonna have to I'm do like, that again. Yeah, we, it's, it, it'll be gone. It's gonna be gone. With, with the know, next time so, I drink it, it's a wrap. But 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 Rochester Mills or anybody else, drafting table, Mark Vessel, all you guys, Ascension, Adam are listening. Yeah, Mark Donkers took a barrel that I aged uh, some Heaven Hill. In with Heaven some Hill, Madagascar, yep. vanilla beans, yep. and then he took it and 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 aged his blend Wayne's World style in it, added a little uh, more vanilla into it, as well as some bourbon barrel aged coffee beans. Phenomenal, and it was a phenomenal brew. Man, listen, phenomenal. The, the only bad part was that we ran through it <laughs> um, so quickly, and, and it wasn't really enough. You didn't get, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, but it, it was. Hey, it was. How, how much did you end up producing? How many bottles did we have? I think we had uh, two two cases. So like, 24 uh, bottles. Uh, 48 bottles. 48 bottles. Yeah. So those 48 <laughs> bottles went rather quickly, they, and <laughs> they went fast, man. So they went fast. <laughs> right. We'll we'll wrap off I'm, off I'm, off. I'm list, passing huh? Wayne my phone right now to show him one of these uh, beers that no, were leased by good. Rochester Mills here from the uh, two James that's, that's, barrels. Now, oh, two James. That, okay, so which one is that? that what are they? That percentage they? looks a little so, bit more Wayne style there. I mean, so, okay. so what we want to do it looks, is it looks more viscous than what they usually do. Okay. Now, see this. Okay, so Imperial Milkshake Stout, aged in two James barrels. I like two James. I think they're no, doing like some good work. I'm sorry. I can rock with that. I need to get back and to did this. You see the percent. Thirteen point two five. Oh, thirteen two five. Okay, we, we might have you guys uh, switching your tune here in a minute. Well, we're gonna have to send you and Juho as proxies. I think <laughs> you guys are the only Bruce okay. brothers that probably could go. <laughs> because, um, I mean, the point being, Mark produced only forty-eight bottles. Yeah, Mallow produced only a hundred bottles, and is drawing rave around the country. Mm-hmm. If, if we could produce just a little bit more from Mark, or partner with somebody mm-hmm. and put that back together. We've got a winner on our hands. You know, I mean, it, Heaven yeah. Heaven Hill whiskey is, that bottle of whiskey was $11. I mean, next time we catch somebody going to Kentucky, you know, theoretically, because, you know, theoretically, across state lines. So. You know a guy with some Heaven Hill. Yeah, I might know a guy here that already has some Heaven Hill. I'm sure we could. My point is we could source some Heaven Hill. That's not oh, a problem. Yeah. So. <laughs> Right, people know people. You know, people know people. People have stuff, and, and, and yeah, yeah, we could source you know. some Heaven Hill. That's not an issue. But we, 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 and and that was with the smaller barrel. What we need to source is a is the full barrel. Dominic Apria, paging Dominic Apria. We need a barrel. He's drinking somewhere, man. Leave Dominic. <laughs> uh, he's not listening. He's <laughs> somewhere passed out. <laughs> he and Rocky are probably playing. No, around. no. Uh, I, I, I bought a couple board. of bottles off Dom. 
Like, well, you uh, know, Dom is Dom is, a couple of is probably not drinking. He's probably getting in shape for this swim match he's got coming oh, up with yeah. uh, Will Alberts and uh, who's the other fella? Oh, Can't man. remember his name. This guy, I, I had no that. idea that Dom was a, a world class diver. Who knew? <clears throat> look at, look at like, all the medals he bought. All the, yeah. <laughs> now, now look, where did he buy all those medals at? No. With all that was money he spent on buying out? bourbon, that's where he bought it. Yeah, <laughs> there had to be a metal clothes out going on, like. No, let's get a close up and see. Are there names on those medals other than just participants? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, Dom, we need a barrel, man. We need a barrel. So we are, we're, we're approaching close. We're looking at a couple, just a couple minutes left. Um, double dunk. Yeah. Double dunk. You know, let's, for yeah. Run. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's, it's, it's good. It is next up. I'm going to go ahead and, and taste it. I mean, that's, even on that's, the nose. That's, it, that's just, I mean, it's the winner tonight. I mean, there's, it, it doesn't. Once again, Double Donk is the winner. Hey. Uh, again, Prairie. It's been such a distance between the uh, Death the, by Cherries, yeah. which was my winner, yeah, and, this and this one, yeah. but it's both so good. But again, you know, I'll tell you, in both this and Death by Cherries, I'm glad that the market has gotten to a place where these are not one-offs that are only available at breweries, that they're getting more distro and that everybody's that Mark able Vessel. to get a hold of it. You hear that, Mark Vessel? Okay. Right. Get the mallow out. So we're <laughs> we're going to get ready to sign off Bruce Brothers Episode 4, uh, broadcasting live from uh, One Under Craft Beer and Eat Some Come Livonia. see us in January. January Please 16th. come see us in January. January 16th, dinner with the Bruce Brothers at L. Mary's in Royal Oak. And uh, so once we'll again, two weeks. we'll be back in two weeks in studio podcast, Detroit and Midtown. And uh, so we're signing off for now. Bruce Brothers doing it for the culture. We will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.